All righty, super kicker with Stephen Fan. So glad to have you here. Look at this. We've already got Big Ben. Going to bring on Greg right there next to me, rocking his Spider-Man T-shirt. Look at that thing. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, look at this. We got Brittany here, too. We got a full house in, hey. in the chat today. So keep the chat going. Um, Greg, let's just get into sports real quick. Um, my Colts sucked. My Pacers sucked last night. Lost to your sons. And uh, that's it. Oh, that's not it. My uh, my chargers, chargers. Sorry, on my end. And, my fault. My end. <laughs> yeah, we 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 died another gruesome death. And if you saw the game, it was the game of the year. So I got to give them props for that. But you'll never hear me give the Raiders respect. So this one time, one time, good job, Raiders. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all and I can give them. We almost got the tie. Yeah. You guys screwed it up. I don't want to hear about a tie. You will never give your division <laughs> rival a tie. There is no way you can convince no, me man. that the Raiders wanted to, to see the charge again. It went to yeah, overtime, it did. right? With about six minutes left, or was it set six or seven minutes left that they hit the field goal? No, it was at the end of the game. Oh, so there was no oh, time left. Okay, and that was at overtime, right? Right. And so okay, overtime, so it would have been. Yeah, the, Ra it the Raiders took the ball the down tie. the field. <laughs> it would have been the tie. It would not have been the tie. <laughs> There's no way that was going to happen. Just, they were like, nope, we're going to keep playing. No, I'm just saying that uh, they were they had the game plan, run, 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 run out the clock, and then kick it. There's no way they were going to go yeah. for a tie. They don't want to see the Chargers again in the playoffs. Well, I mean, if they, but yeah. if they miss the field goal. Yeah, well... There's that possibility, but no, there, it wasn't <laughs> going to happen. But it was pretty close. What was that, like a twenty to thirty yarder? Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was forty plus. Oh, but okay. still, any any again, kicker worth his salt can make that. Yeah. Well, but know, people miss. They miss the extra points. <laughs> so I guess you never know. I don't know. All I say is, is Justin Herbert leveled up in that game. I mean, coming back from fifteen down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. With uh, touchdown, uh, two-point conversion, touchdown, and sending it in the overtime with a tie. That dude leveled up uh, in that fourth quarter. He was a killer. And that's just a glimpse of what you're going to see next year because dude hit another level. So I am super proud of him, proud of my squad, no matter what. But uh, that was a heartbreaker because the best team did not win. So shout out to Big Ben. Shout out to Brittany. What's up? <laughs> Look at this. I'll trade you Jalen Hurts and R.A. Chick eating chicken nugget for Wentz back. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, co the only thing I'll add to our season was COVID did kind of, I'm going to say it. I think COVID played a part. We had all those guys out. They say they didn't matter, but it kind of did. I mean, you miss, you have to yeah. do virtual practice. You switch things around. Uh, whatever. Anyways, so, um, yeah. And it sounds like you guys got the right coach. I was hearing um, some guy talk about it today that um, this uh, was uh, Luke. What's his name? Somebody Stanley. Sorry, I can't remember his full name. Uh, late or Staley. Staley. Okay. Brandon Staley. He sounds like the right guy for their team. So that's good to, yeah. Because right now I know some people are questioning Frank Wright. So, uh, but anyways, let's get into some news. So here's our old news for the week, Greg.
Uh, Dave Meltzer tweeted out that WWE is considering rebranding Elimination Chamber as WrestleMania Chamber, and it might happen in Saudi Arabia. The second part, I don't really care. I mean, wherever it happens, it happens. And even the if it happens before WrestleMania, if they want to change the name, just I don't like people were tweeting out Greg, of course, because you know everyone has to tweet out everything about every little change. Oh, they can't change the name. But I mean, in a way, if it's gonna happen before WrestleMania, I'm kind of okay with it. Cause if you always consider WrestleMania a season, then why not just add the WrestleMania name to it? So it is what you know. I'll be interested to see how it plays out in Saudi Arabia if they do go that route. And as far as the name change, like I said, I don't really give to, you know what, shits and giggles about a name change because, I mean, we've already sat through Great Balls of Fire, Greg. Does it really matter <laughs> a name change? I mean, honestly, we sat through the one time Great Balls of Fire that had a very suggestive looking logo. You know, that probably wasn't by accident. And if it was, man, they should have. Fired that graphic designer by then. <laughs> but anyways, uh, any thoughts on this whole name change? Because like I said, I don't really care. But I knew it was news, so I threw it out there. Well, you don't do it because it sounds stupid. WrestleMania Chamber? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, Elimination Chamber lives up to the name. I mean, it is what it is. It's the Elimination Chamber. WrestleMania Chamber? I mean, come on, man. Now, it's... it's could it be because Saudi Arabia, maybe they don't want the, maybe they're weird about the word elimination. I don't know. That could be. That's a Possibly very far, that's going to be me reaching, but you know. Right. But why are they doing this in Saudi Arabia anyway? I well, mean, that's the thing. I, I mean, they did, do, the... they did hell in the cell in Saudi Arabia. So I guess you could have the word hell. But, sure, but that's at the end of the year when, you know, you're sending everybody on holiday because they want to, yeah. It's the end of the year. I mean, we're talking about the beginning of WrestleMania season. That's and true. now you're sending a, a major event over to uh, to Saudi Arabia? Yeah. I mean, I know they're getting a lot of money from the Saudis, but you got to draw a line somewhere. I guess they're I mean, just they're trying to get all those. The... Could be trying to get those shows out of the way, too, because I think they're due for like eight or nine shows there total. And we've had, what, four or five. So we're still, <laughs> we still got a few more years there. And, uh, but, Anyways, here's the better news, Greg. Asuka should be in the Royal Rumble. Hey, that's what I'm I mean, talking about right there. there. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Asuka. get my girlfriend back in the mix. And I don't know if she'll win it, but maybe, you know, I think she comes out towards the end, gets a little love, and then hopefully back, you know, kind of full time in the fold. Because uh, they could use her. And of course, we did see the little Alexa Bliss promo. <laughs> Um, I I love Alexa Bliss, Greg. So I love the little the doctor thing, and I think those are going to be fun to watch her kind of morph into whatever she's morphing into. Um, but yeah, so your girl Asuka should be ready to go. We already lost Sasha. I don't think Bailey's coming back for it. Um, I think Bailey's not due back for a couple more. I say keep. I mean, as much as I love Bailey, Greg, I if she's not ready for Mania, then just keep her off Mania and do it the night. You know. Make her one of those big returns after Mania, um, you know, where you're at it. So, yeah, but I mean, hey, what bigger name can you pull right now than Asuka? Yeah. I mean, she's been off TV for a long time, mm -hmm. and now it's time to you can hit a full reset and bring her back out as killer Asuka instead of happy, dancing, screaming Asuka. 
you know, bring her back as the kick-ass, you know, the most dangerous woman on the roster, and everybody's going to eat it up. You know, you can, you know, switch up the character. You don't have to switch up the look or anything because everybody knows who Asuka is. Yeah. But you got a main eventer back in the mix. It's better. You, you want to put her in at the top. I mean, mm. nobody's really buying. Uh, no disrespect to you, but Liv Morgan against Becky Lynch or Dewdrop against Becky Lynch. Oscar against Becky Lynch, on the other hand. Now we're talking. I mean, Oscar was the the last mountain that Becky really had to climb as far as yeah. the woman she couldn't beat. And now put her back in the mix? Absolutely. Let's do that. I mean, I feel like Bianca's still the other big WrestleMania match for Becky. Just because I think you, you want to give them that big singles match at Mania. But like you said, Asuka is an interesting way to go because you could bring up the money in the bank stuff and Becky could play it up like, I want to beat you. You know, I don't want to just hand you my title because you want a money in the bank. So, I mean, I know you want, I know you love you some Asuka, Greg, but I still don't think she's winning it. Um, <laughs> sorry. I th- like I said, I think she shows up, you know, like a big pop. At the end, maybe final four, maybe final mm-hmm. five, six ish. Um, true, and then we'll kind of see where that goes. So, and she doesn't uh, have to win, she can she can yeah, just show up and still be yeah. in the top of the main event picture, of course. Yeah, so she doesn't have to win in order to be at that top of the card. And I wonder if you have Brock and Roman still at the top of the mountain, Greg. Well, those two guys are main event in both nights, you know, it's yeah. either Brock Saturday or. Um, Roman, you know, probably Roman Sunday. Um, But yeah, like even if the women, you know, even if you have the best women's match, if Brock, Roman are still like, unless you're doing the collision course of them together, uh, they're probably going to be kind of main eventing. On a side note, Brittany does not want to have a foursome with us in the dirty way. I'm kind of a little sad about that, but that's okay. I guess we'll just stick it to the live reaction for WrestleMania. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> My confidence just went down the toilet. So thanks to that, Brittany, for those comments. But uh, anyways, let's get to some Raw stuff. Um, you know, we I, I mentioned earlier on our pre-show, Greg, a little bit of a um, time crunch today. We kind of want to get out of here by 1230. But so we might just hit, you know, some little things here and there. I, I will say Bobby Lashley destroying the Hurt Business is not good. I feel like those two guys should definitely not be answering their phones if it's from a Connecticut number, or at least Shelton. <laughs> I think Cedric might be okay, but, you know, Shelton. Uh, but let's get to the Alpha Academy, Greg. I did call that Alpha Academy was due, and uh, they pulled off the win. So does that mean we're getting Orton and Riddle for Mania? It looks that way, and props to you. You called that. And I didn't want to believe it, but um, it looks like that's that's what it has to be. I mean, Orton versus Riddle at WrestleMania, oh, that would be huge. Um, so now you have two plus months to build up the the new feud between Randy and Riddle, um, and we're gonna have to do kind of a semi slow build to it because you don't have that much time. But well, that's all I'm know, wondering if you could wait it out. Because well, if we already got, I was going to bring this up, if we have Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley doing the whole true. tag team breaking up, I don't want to go the same route with RK Bro. So I almost wonder 
if they'll kind of just sort out problems through Mania and then maybe that night after Mania or something like that, then maybe they lose that Mania. Then you get, you know, backlash, I think is after WrestleMania usually. So yeah. that makes sense to do the singles match. True, but you can't, you can't close the RK Bro story without the blow up match. Yeah, and yeah, and that yeah showed yeah. the full evolution of Riddle from, you know, class clown in the back to mm-hmm. serious main event worthy uh, Riddle who's yeah. tied under the learning tree and evolved. You got to show that that payoff, and it's going to happen. But you know, tied in with you know Rhea and Nikki, like you said, it, it's a little it too too, too much the- at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's all I mean, and that could be like a summer slam, you know, like you build it through the summer, right? Maybe one guy costs the other guy the money in the bank. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like we're not gonna see any cracks in the foundation yet. Like maybe they'll get a rematch, maybe you know, I don't think they'll maybe they'll win by DQ. So you kind of keep them, maybe you know, it's good, it's probably gonna be Riddle trying to keep the team, but I I still would like to see Riddle maybe do the turn. Not necessarily yeah. heal, but just get tired of Orton in a way like Orton not believing, you know, something like that. I don't know. Like I like you said, I don't want to rush it. I don't think it it needs to be a mania feud. And as much as you know, we want everything to be a mania feud because that's mania. Anymore, Greg, sometimes mania is just the beginning. <laughs> so I guess it True. could, but at the same time, I feel like you I with the Nikki and Rhea stuff. You're almost going the same exact route, and I don't necessarily like the same, you know, especially on the same show. Maybe if they're opposite brands, you could kind of work it out, but, uh, and if we can talk about that, Greg, it feels like Nikki is going to be the, um, like the Kevin Owens, like thinking she's in the right, but she's really in the wrong. Yeah. And I wonder if she'll still be Nikki Ash, but she's going to just say, I'm the hero you just, you know, that whole, just not, self-aware of what she really is and i think that could be kind of a different look at her character not necessarily a heat well probably a heel but in the i don't really think i'm a heel way so uh how what are we feeling about nikki and Rhea headed on a, a collision course towards mania it looks like actually i like it because it's it's flipping the script in the sense of the smaller person being the one who's going to go on the more evil path yeah and standing next to each other rhea ripley should be able to kill her in mm-hmm. five seconds and having it the kind of being reversed uh i like the dynamic because it's not it happened very often mm-hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see what nikki does to counter the obvious difference in size and power and everything and you know, becomes a little diabolical. So I want to see what, what she can do. Yeah. And like we said, maybe, or maybe like new day where, you know, they thought there were faces at the very beginning of the run, but people weren't buying into it. Granted, they weren't buying into it, but they kind of just ran with it. So you wonder if Nikki, you know, this might, you know, Greg, I've talked up, Oh man, she better just watch those, those firing papers. This might kind of save her if she can make some of them out of it for herself you know, kind of get that confidence and aura back about her. So um, a couple of things we missed there, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Apollo Crews, 
defeated um, the United States champion, Damian Priest, and Street Profits. You know, we're still kind of <laughs> pushing Dolph Ziggler as the next challenger for the United States championship. You know, the U.S. title for me, Greg, is always one of those. I don't mind if a four, you know, if three or four guys are vying for it. And then, you know, Mania could be a ladder match or fade a four-way. Um, but right now, just Dolph Ziggler is not the guy <laughs> I want to see chasing, um, you know, uh, Damian Priest. I mean, it, you know, it's it's giving you the whole different sides of Damian Priest, but at the same time, it's Dolph Ziggler, Greg. Like, that ship has sailed so far, you know, <laughs> in the ocean and, like, and I mean, Robert Rue, like if I was, you know, I don't know how he's like those paychecks must be really good for him, Greg, because, you know, he is one of those guys like I'm just surprised is still there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we thought we were going to get the Apollo Crews stuff and I'd be fine with that because you kind of have, you know, with the dynamic of Commander Aziz to kind of back up Apollo Crews. So um, any thoughts, Greg, on, you know, that whole whatever fatal or three, you know, three man match, three man tag team match there. Yeah, I it was a mess and I get what they're what they're going for, but I agree with you that Ziggler's not the guy and I don't want to see Street Profits taking L's again uh so soon. So it uh it was bad for me. I didn't enjoy it. But you know, you're not gonna like how all the storylines play out. So I'm just giving it the pass and uh, I want to see that now the Alki Bro is out of the picture. Maybe Street Pops can get back in the mix with Alpha Academy. So yeah. um, we still got to do something with them for WrestleMania. So I haven't lost faith in them still winning the titles at WrestleMania. I mean, you probably you probably throw RK Bro, Street Profits, maybe Ziggler Rude, you know, in a, you know, just all your tag teams and some yeah. sort of tag team scramble match or whatever. So, um, are we uh, are we pouring one out for Big E's run yet, Craig? Or do we have to see how Rumble goes for him? Because I'm getting a little worried. He, but yeah. I get why Seth Rollins had to pick up. Well, you know, you could have done a DQ to kind of keep Big E. But Big E getting the pin, getting the pin last night. I don't think he's going to win the Rumble. But is this maybe that lead up to that? I mean, I just gave him money to bank. I don't feel like they'll give him the Rumble win, too. So is it yeah. uh, is is it time to to cut our losses with Big E's time at the main main event scene and uh see where he goes? I want to keep I'm keeping the, the light on for him. Hope I'm hoping I'm hoping <laughs> that yep <laughs> it uh, it it looks bleak for him, but you know it's when you think that they're gone that. Uh, you know, that gets the biggest reaction when they win. So yeah. um, after this pay-per-view is going to say a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that East run is not over because he still could have some awesome matches with, uh, with Lashley, with who he beat. Yeah, and Roman, Brock. Roman, I would love to see him and Brock. Um, so there's some juicy matchups for him. But uh, if he's not a legitimate contender uh, for the title, then, you know, don't waste it because there's still going to be time for it later. But uh, I'm holding on to that slightest thread of hope that uh, 
his run is not over, but it might be time to go out and put those 40s in the fridge. <laughs> and I mean, I hate, as you know, as much as I bash on Bill, I'll just say Bill, Greg. Um, if Big E <laughs> wants that match for Mania, just give it to him. Like, you know, have him be Goldberg's last match. And, you know, that that's something. That's like my um, lifeboat. <laughs> like, if there's nothing else <laughs> out there, you know, just kind of throw out the life preserver to give him the jacket. But uh, I will say, if he's, like, last four in the Rumble, Greg, I'll, I'll be like, okay, there's still... They're still feeling okay. You know, maybe Goldberg eliminates him, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, because that, that's the thing, like, is maybe Goldberg in the match as a surprise? And, you know, that has to – maybe that's one of the matches. But, uh, yeah, so. Um, almost defeated the local guy. You know, we just – we continue. Like we said, almost is going to get the the um, the dominating – stuff you know uh look in the rumble and then we think you know he'll just get dropped by five guys uh yeah. aj styles and austin theories ended a no contest that's a match greg that i i'm glad it did a no contest um it looks like aj aj's kind of doing the i'm gonna put over whoever i can yeah and i love that for aj i mean i i know it's aj does he deserve some run at the top probably but at the same time it's probably like him and edge and that's why i would love to see them kind of cross head just to you know wrestlemania that's like my wrestlemania match for edge and aj styles but it could be even after that so um you know we kind of saw that any thoughts on aj styles and austin theory greg yeah i i agree with that it was a great match too um i really enjoyed the match um and then him getting involved with uh waller also who jumped into the match um before he did, they, him and Austin Theory were having a, a great match. I was really yeah. enjoying it. So I'm really enjoying how Austin Theory is getting over right now. Um, the whole Vince McMahon behind the scenes thing is a little weird, but, you know, it it shows faith in Austin, and he's showing what he can do in the ring. Um, and I agree, AJ looks like he's, you know, doing his best to help these young guys, these new guys get over and it's working uh you know his match with waller looked great on uh nxt 2.0 this match was awesome and, and so i think after wrestlemania we aren't going to see much of aj he's going to really go into that part-time role yeah so uh in this lead up to wrestlemania we're going to see him with more of these new guys and he's going to try to he's going to pretty much kind of uh write himself off after WrestleMania. Yeah. And that, that's a very, yeah. I wonder how much we'll see him like on a full time. Like, is this the legit last run, <laughs> you know, without it being written, you know, be, being said unwritten, unsaid, you know, type run. And yeah. finally, Greg, we got to the main event. Uh, Dewdrop defeated Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan earn a uh, opportunity against Becky Lynch. This is kind of where I went. I was like, Oh, you know, Dewdrop's kind of the odd woman out. You save Bianca and Liv down the road. Uh, why not give Dewdrop a chance uh, to kind of go against Becky and see what she could do? So I like that Dewdrop won the match. I thought maybe some sort of shenanigans that we did have, you know, um, Becky kind of evolve herself, but Dewdrop picks up the win. Um, I also brought up the Alexa Bliss <laughs> little document or doctor segment, uh, which was kind of funny and, you know, just adding another layer to her character, Greg. 
but what do we think about Dewdrop picking up the win here? Love it. Um, give us something new. Give us something we haven't seen yet. Um, she's already gone multiple rounds with Liv and Bianca. And, you know, now let's get a fresh face in there. Mm-hmm. And I love the end of the match where Becky goes in to do her, uh, I respect you, let's shake hands, and then hit her with the manhandle. And she goes in, let's shake hands, and she couldn't get the manhandle. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-oh. And Dewdrop got the one up on her. So uh, I liked how that finish uh, turned out. And now it kind of puts that doubt in her mind. And everybody's mind, is she going to be able to get Dewdrop in the manhandle slam? Dewdrop looks like she's got a good 100 pounds on her. Yeah. Um, so it's, it creates an interesting dynamic that we haven't seen with her and anybody pretty much um, in relations to size. So yeah. um, I love it, and I like it that uh, Dewdrop has been put in the picture. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's see and that. It's, and it's an interesting, like, this is the heel versus heel dynamic. So if Becky does hit that manhandle slam, all the cheers are going to her, even though she'll probably win some nefarious way. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be an interesting, you know, it'll be, I, I'm guessing it'll be kind of a split crowd. And that's why I said it's hard to do with the heel versus heel, but you're doing that Royal Rumble, kind of let it play out there and see how that goes. So um, next up, let's look at some NXT stuff. Uh, you know, looking here, Greg, we had Braun Breaker kind of usher in the new era. Uh, we, like we said, Champa um, did a couple dark matches, dyed the beard all brown, Greg, because, you know, nobody likes a gray beard, whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that works out. Uh, how about Escobar defeating Zion Quinn and uh, Electra just, you know, t- all on Escobar's side? I, I'm guessing we like it because we didn't need another Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell, weird, you know, love triangle thing or, you know, romance. So this shows Electra full out heel. It gives you the baby face sympathy for Zion Quinn to hopefully overcome Escobar down the road. So. Uh, what do you think about it all, Greg? Yeah, I liked it. It, it gave it that doubt who was Electra going to go with. And, you know, they they painted this story out um, really well on that end. Uh, from the moment Zion was introduced to having him uh, interact with the legato and to now with, mm-hmm. with the payoff and... They were all expecting it to lean the other way with uh, with her taking Zion's side. And, you know, we got our swerve at the end and a little pick in the package and game over. And so uh, I liked how it ended um, just because, you know, you're, you're thinking one way and they go the other. So, you know, keep the faction strong and, you know, it's a bigger moment for Zion when he does overcome. So yeah, it was all good. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be kicked in the package, Greg, but Hey, if there's going to be a woman who does it, <laughs> I guess it might as well be Electra <laughs> Lopez. Cause they, uh, some of her Instagram is like, whoo. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, Cameron Grimes defeated some guy. You know what, Greg, I think it's time to call up Cameron Grimes. I feel like he's lost down there. He could be one of those guys that, you know, like a Damian Priest where it's just like, okay, you're not doing much down there. 
Let's see if this can carry to the main roster. I feel like to the moon, people will chant that with him. Now, I don't oh, yeah. know how long it will last, Greg, but it almost feels like worth a shot to do it because, like I said, he just looks not bigger than the brand down there, but at the same time doesn't look like he needs to be down there. So you wonder if Cameron Grimes might get a small run in the Rumble, kind of see what the reaction is, and then you know maybe just be a kind of a weird call up before WrestleMania to, or maybe right after WrestleMania to kind of see where he goes. Uh, does that make? Yeah. What do you think for Cameron Grimes and NXT 2.0, Greg? Hey, I'm with you. I mean, how many people are still chanting "What's up" when our truth comes out? Yeah. You know, if you do it right, this thing can last That's forever. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I totally endorse him getting into the Royal Rumble and then bringing him up full time because he, his run really is done down there. He, he has nowhere else to go. There's no. You know, you can put him against a couple of the the new kids, but you know, for what? Yeah. Um, he's he's had some great rivalries down there. The whole million dollar thing was epic, uh, but it's obvious they they're filtering out all the veterans out of 2.0, and this is his time because it, the gimmick, you know, it, it rivals uh, Baron Corbin a little too closely, but just in the sense of one being a baby face, one being a heel, put them on opposite shows. It can work. And like I said, the two, the two to moon thing will definitely uh, be chanted every time he comes out because everybody's going to know who he is and, you know, give him some mic time. He'll be over in no time. So yeah, I definitely need to see him on the main roster instead of 2.0. It looks like mean, he's wrong himself. Even do him against happy Corbin because of the parallels and the fact that people are so behind Cameron Grimes. So it could be something to even look at if you want to do, you know, kind of a rivalry there. So um, Joe Gacy and Harlan were disqualified. Um, you know, we're just seeing Harlan be this killer. Uh, any thoughts on this match for you, Greg? Uh, it's the, I don't enjoy this group. They're, I don't know if they're over my head or they're just as bad as I think they are. Yeah. So, it is they're not fun for me. Mm-hmm. And then how about Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunn? Do you think, well, I've heard Pete Dunn's had a couple dark matches. He's another guy, Greg. I wonder, I mean, he's been in a rumble before, but then he never got the full call out, as I, if I remember right. I, mean, I felt like he was in the rumble, but maybe he hasn't been. But I think I like to see him in the rumble, kind of, you know, crack some fingers and, get a couple eliminations, you know, get a couple run in there, you know, a little bit of a run and see where you're at. But like, like Cameron Grimes, he feels like, okay, you've done, you've put over, over Tony D'Angelo. Now it's time for you to get called up and, you know, mm-hmm. hope, and maybe on SmackDown you can have, you know, McAfee kind of build him up, you know, you know, kind of like, you know, cause they yeah. were that whole, whatever they, we never really had a name for them, but uh, yeah. So you could, I mean, he's already lost, only working in Danny Birch, but at least you got Pete Dunn still there. I, I'd like to see him get a main roster run. Yeah, I mean, he's way overdue for it. I mean, um, he's got the body of work. People know who he is. And, you know, it's that time. I mean, he would be awesome on the main roster. So, and definitely put him on SmackDown so uh, McAfee can put him over. I mean, He's putting over Shinsuke and Boops over like nothing. It's, uh, yeah, and it's working. 
<laughs> yeah, it's absolutely working. So he could do the same with, with Pete Dunn. And, um, you know, he'd be one of the, uh, you know, mid to top card guys, you know, right off the bat, they do it right. Uh, what about this Wendy Chu <laughs> napping character? I don't know what the reason is. Like, I, I'll be interested to see if they could give us a background on why it happens. Yeah. If um, they can. Because <laughs> it's, it's like they've been doing it. Like, you know, she shows up in the back, wherever she's at. I think she was on, like, when uh, they were doing that talk show, she was back napping. Um, I guess she's a pretty legit wrestler too. So, you know, hopefully she'll get to show that off a little bit, but uh, yeah. Any thoughts there, Greg? Well, yeah, there's showing her uh, waking up from her run as uh, uh, Tina Shaw, what was her name? Ming. Yeah. What her name was, but. Mei Ling. Yeah. Mei Ying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I, I guess that was all a bad dream, and she's waking up out of that. And yeah, um, but coming to the ring in slippers and uh, just waking up long enough to get in some action—it's then go back to sleep. Definitely taking <laughs> <laughs> taking it to an extreme. Um, I don't hate it. I was gonna say, but... do you feel like it's it's almost gonna get over because I think it's just quirky enough like sometimes people go for those like so outlandish that they almost you almost hate you know you almost love it like i feel like that's what they're they're trying for now whether it works we'll see you know i mean brodus clay got over for like a hot minute and look what he was that's true dinosaur i mean (laughs) or luchasaurus (laughs) like now the guy can wrestle but yeah and that's the thing like once they show wendy can do some in the moves or do something in the ring it might kind of make it work together. So right, uh, I was wondering if she if she's doing her Orange Cassidy impersonation. It's just you know she's so slow, she extreme. barely moves, <laughs> and then she's off like a rocket for about twenty seconds, and then she goes back to sleep, back to sloth style. So she just she just I'm, suffered from you know uh, what's it uh, sleep uh, uh, insomnia. She just has you know a bad case of insomnia. <laughs> So, um, and then Solo, Sika, or Sikoi, sorry, and Boa, they had a no contest. That's that makes sense because both those guys need the win. Yeah. Um, you know, we're seeing that what Boa he's trying to figure out who he is. You know, I still think Solo is up after Mania, Greg. I, I just feel like if the bloodline is still where they should be, it just makes sense to kind of call him up and get yeah. him all with them. So, uh, any thoughts on there? Nope, I totally agree with it. I think that's why he's not involved in any real rivalry right now. Yeah. It's just he's kind of, you know, sitting on ready for for WrestleMania because he's going to have a big a big moment. I think at WrestleMania with the Usos, yeah, and you know that's going to be his arrival. So you know, put him in so- a little something just to you know keep his Get face ready. out there, yeah. but. Not, not anything really involved as far as long-term storytelling goes. And then Carmel Hayes was reminding everybody he's the A champion. Uh, did we say if we see Roderick Strong gone now, Greg, do you think Roderick Strong is out the door? Yep, it looks that way. I mean, they didn't mention him. We saw Malcolm Bivens out there recruiting um, 
I forgot who it was, whose match he came out for, but he's obviously looking for somebody else, but nobody mentioned him, not even commentary. So, yeah, I think game over for him, and we're going to see the uh, four-man four undisputed arrow on AEW real soon. <laughs> They're gonna have a th- that's gonna, uh, that's gonna turn into the NWO pretty soon over there with uh, adding Britt Baker to the mix like they did on Wednesday night. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see fake Sting pretty soon there. Uh, and then AJ <laughs> Styles defeated Grayson Waller. I know you did call this, Greg. So yeah, I think it made sense for AJ to pick up the win, give Grayson the bigger win. You know, may- maybe on Raw, you know, or like a takeover or something like that. So. Um, maybe AJ does double duty at Mania and does <laughs> wrestle. Maybe they could. Maybe they do WrestleMania match. Um, you know, we've we've had the NXT Women's title. Did we have it defended when Charlotte was Women's Champion? I think it was the first time defended on Mania. So maybe they'll put, um, a, you know, like Waller in the a WrestleMania match against AJ and kind of give him the big win there. So um, thoughts on that. Uh, it's possible. Um, I don't think I don't see AJ involved in anything, um, unless he sticks with this storyline. But uh, like I called it, he's after he getting this win, passes it off to my dude LA Knight, who's making his big return after getting uh, taken out in the parking lot by Waller, yeah. which is what you need because you know there's no more Champa. Well, we haven't seen Champa. There's no more Gargano. There's no Kyle O'Reilly. There's no big baby faces on the veteran side. And, uh, you know, you're going to need somebody like LA Knight to, to step to the front and mm-hmm. have an AJ put him over and bring him out, you know, puts him right at the top. So yep. uh, I love it, obviously. And um, I think that uh, we're definitely going to see you know, that great program with these two, uh, Waller and Knight, and then I'm still determined to see him on the main roster uh, before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, I like the way it plays out, but AJ and Waller at WrestleMania could be huge. Um, so, but I don't want my boy Knight left out of the mix. So uh, I was wondering if, if AJ is just leaving him Fortnite and mm-hmm. those two carry it on. So, yeah, um, I guess that makes sense too. Yeah, because Waller just sharing the ring with AJ levels him up too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's already looked at as, as more of a big deal from interacting with AJ, regardless of what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some SmackDown talk. Uh, we had, first off, we had Viking Raiders win a fatal four way. Going against the Usos. I'm going to assume this probably happens on a SmackDown um, sometime. I don't think it happens at Rumble. I mean, if it does, that's fine too. But um, Viking Raiders probably made the most sense out of those teams right now. Just they, you know, even though they did just lose last week and then they win this week, but still a little bit of momentum. Uh, I want to see Viking Raiders fight, you know, and Usos never put out a bad match. So, Hopefully, they, you know, they can kind of set that up with the uh, Viking Raiders there, Greg. So, uh, yeah. thoughts on Viking Raiders winning the Fatal 4-Way match to open SmackDown? Well, that was a horrible mix of tag teams, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, they were the only team that made sense. But are they going to be able to give the Viking Raiders their legitimacy back? That's the problem. 
Yeah. Because um, they've been at the bottom of the card chasing around the 24-7 title and doing everything counter to being a big deal for a long time. So I don't think anybody's going to really take them seriously. But, you know, if anybody can shine them up, it's the Usos. So, yeah. you know, they can still, you know, have a pretty awesome match if given the opportunity. So but I'll reserve judgment on it. But, yeah, it just shows how shallow the tag team division is. Um, then we had Sami Zayn's, um, his his try at Jackass-style <laughs> stuff. Um, it did not work well. You had a freshly cut uh, Rick Boogs, who remind me a lot of Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Um, um, circus, like those circus strongmen from back in the day, Greg. I, I, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to grow a curly mustache, almost like the, um, the, the vaude villains. Uh, back yeah. in the day with Aiden English and um, Simon Gotch. So they got the upper hand on Sami Zayn. We all know Sami Zayn will eliminate Johnny Knoxville, Greg. Uh, but any thoughts on Rick Boogs' uh, fresh haircut? Because that's pretty much the only storyline that we got out of that. Yeah, very Freddie Mercury. As soon as he popped up there, I was like, is he doing a Freddie Mercury cosplay right here? Yeah. Um, and I was looking to see if it was really cut his hair short. If it was in a ponytail, or it was like a really tight. That's what I thought, like a tight ponytail. And I'm like, yeah. nope, that's uh, that is definitely gone. <laughs> wow, it's a, I I like it. I mean, but it's it's did he? It's, need it's it? always a little shocking seeing it for the first time. Yeah, because you wonder if he'll take away from his like the rock star thing. But right. like we said, if he plays up some of the Freddie Mercury mannerisms, it could kind of go. Um, how about this, Greg? Uh, Natalia carrying around a Guinness World Book of Records in case you uh, still care about Guinness World Book Records, which <laughs> I haven't since grade school uh, when I used to take out those books from the library. And I feel like that's like the thing. But uh, Aaliyah <laughs> picks up the win for fastest victory ever in WWE. 3.17 seconds to win, which... You know, now that gives her something. Like they joked, you could get a Aaliyah 317 uh, shirt out there, Greg. <laughs> Just like the, what was it, the um, Seamus, uh, you know, whatever he beat Daniel Bryan in. So, you know, I yeah. mean, and what better way to beat than Natalia, who has three Guinness World Book records, which once again, I don't really care that Natalia has three Guinness World Book records because I haven't cared about Guinness World Book of Records since, you know, whenever. So, um, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on Aaliyah? <laughs> now officially the fastest victory in WWE history. Yeah, it was it was a little hot mess the way they built Got up to. to it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the referee, can you go, can you go, can you go, and say nothing. And then, okay, she can't compete. And, and her begging, and the, okay, she can't compete. <laughs> and like the whole, the whole, the build up to it was ridiculous. But you know the pin and the aftermath, and like okay, fine, we get it. And uh, so we'll let it go. Aaliyah gets her big win because she got screwed out of her. Uh, what what was it? The match she got screwed out of uh, last year. She was year. supposed to be in the. Um, what is she supposed to be in the elimination chamber? Anyway, that was that was. Some multi-girl match to it. Sorry, Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah. Yes. 
and yeah. Soyaville took her spot. So, um, yeah. So she gets her moment, and now she's got a record, and she can. She should find some way to to use that. You know, Aaliyah three seventeen would be hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna because you know you're gonna see a sign or two next week for it. Yeah, even even if they're uh, planted, which I don't care because you might as well help her get over. You know, true. Or there might be the old like Cesaro section. It might be a three seventeen section. <laughs> so which has been a worse gimmick for Natalia, Greg? The farted gimmick that they try to play her up like way back in the day or this walking around with the Guinness World Book of Records. <laughs> man, that's six and one and a half dozen of the other, man. Because, uh, I mean, I love a good this... fart. So for me, I was like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm still, I, I, I mean, I love ne- I love jo- or Jackass. So, of course, I'm going to love a good fart joke. But this whole like her walking around with this book, like I hope she doesn't keep doing it. Like hopefully this was just because of last night and you know Aaliyah beating her now so uh, that's, that's the thing team. I didn't even know she had three Guinness World Records I know so. yeah you know I did know. you no like I said I I couldn't even tell you any Guinness World Book records unless I had the book back in the day for like 1996 or something like that <laughs> all I remember is the long ass fingernails guy that like the nails curled up like yeah his yeah those were so long <laughs> That's the only thing. And then, like, the midgets. And then the tallest people. That's about <laughs> it. That's all I got, Greg. Like, I True. think the tallest man was eight-something. Like, yeah. eight-something, which is, yeah. Like, you think, you know, Shaq is seven one, Greg Colley is 7'4". I mean, I think eight-foot is just, like, that's, you know, that's some basketball goals. So, um, yeah. Uh, how about Lita? She actually gave a good promo. Like, for me, Greg, Lita's never been a promo. And I remember her Hall of Fame right. speech, which was one of the just most out there. Uh, she kept trying to give little jokes and like nobody got them or something. So I thought she actually held her own with Charlotte, which probably helped because Charlotte, you know, is a good promo herself. Um, I'm going to assume Charlotte throws her out, but at least it might be nice to see a lead through WrestleMania. Like I'd like to see Lita through WrestleMania. I mean, her and Trish, you know, I'm still holding out hope her and Trish against like Bailey and Sasha. Like that would be so much fun to do or, or mm. you know, something like that. So uh, what do we think about Lita and Charlotte little interaction there uh, on SmackDown? Yeah, it's a fun promo. Um, Lita was kind of, you know, all shucks with it until Charlotte came out and, you know, started jabbing at her and poking at, you know, Trish and, and the holy cow, that, that outfit, holy cow, Charlotte. Like at first, I was like, I didn't know what she had on at first. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good. And then, uh, you know, but the uh, the missed lap and leads to the, uh, the twist of fate. Yeah. Um, I don't think that she throws out Lita, though. I think okay. maybe the other way around that ends up leading to a big match. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would make more sense, I think. Um, so Do we think Lita and Charlotte's kind of a mixture. Like, is that something you're dying to see at WrestleMania, though, Greg? Like, I feel like Lita and Sasha, they match up a little bit better, or Lita and Bailey. Like, that would True. be, you know, 
because we've seen Charlotte and Trish, which I guess you, if you want to play up Charlotte, you could have her beat both of them. Um, but yeah, I guess I do like your idea that Lita throws out Charlotte now that, but then she got the upper hand last night. So it makes you wonder, you know, like, does that, you know, does that lead into now we got two weeks away still. So uh, we just still need to see Mickey James on TV before Royal Rumble. That's what I, yeah. with our little hardcore country song and the impact <laughs> title and uh, see how that works out. So um, Seamus defeated Ricochet. Uh, what I'm seeing, Greg, is everyone wants Seamus back with Cesaro. <laughs> so, you know, if we can get another, you know, the bar reunion with Ridge added to it, I'd actually be okay with that. Because um, right now Cesaro is Cesaro. And, you know, if you're going to, you know, I guess Ridge Holland is. I thought they did declare him for the Rumble, though. So he should be good to go then. Uh, but I would like to see a bar 2.0 you know, kind of thrown together and see where that could go. Any, uh, any love for that idea, Greg? Yeah, I think it looks great. I mean, those three together, they will look like a natural, um, yeah. you know, bar 2.0 with three of them uh, looking like these guys. It could be, you know, the front line of a soccer team or a, a rugby team more, even better. Uh, yeah, it, it would look great. Um, by the way, that 40 that I put into the fridge for uh, Biggie, I'm already tipping it out for Ricochet. Oh. My dude. I was going to say, what, what had that been done like years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you thought when they drafted him that they oh, would have man. something for him. But yeah. <laughs> he's just taking L's after L's after L's. And I'm hoping that – I was hoping that, you know, with him, the move that broke Ridge's nose – and, could be something, yeah. you know, being put into something with Seamus that it could be leading it to something big, you know, but it's just a fluke pin. It's, they're not building on it. He's back to taking L's and he's going to be buried, you know, in the bottom of the mid card if he's on TV at all. Mm-hmm. So my, I'm already tipping my 40 to Ricochet and hoping that his contract expires soon so he can get out of there. And be Prince Puma again. Prince Puma or go to go to AEW and and, be, <laughs> and you know have baller matches. I mean, but you know we need to bring back Lucha Underground. Is what we need to do. But uh, could he uh, could he go to WWE and be like, hey, let me go under a mask <laughs> and kind of see where it goes. I mean, hey, it, it works. They let Nikki run with this superhero thing. So, I mean, what's it going to hurt to ask? At this moment, he has nothing to lose. I mean, somebody did joke. They go, "Why not just put him with the bar and call him Rick O'Shea?" Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) A little, a little black Irishman action. (laughs) A little, be a little bit different. Anyway, so I mean, Greg, he's got nothing. Yeah, my my forty. I had a river of 40 for him back in the, that has been flowing. <laughs> so for Ricochet, cause man, yeah, he hasn't done, you know, and I mean, I mean, his promos are hit or miss. I mean, Drew called him out a long time ago. First promos kind of, <laughs> kind of was right there, like the writing on the wall, you know, that just kind of did it for me. So, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, by the way, we did not mention Z- Xavier Woods out for about four to six weeks. 
uh, because of the match last week. So now Kofi Kingston, Greg, has got to go it alone against uh, the happy couple, Corbin and Madcap Moss. He eats an L. Um, I don't know who's going to come to, you know, the eight. I I guess if Drew's back soon, then you could have Drew and Kofi kind of, you know, go against them. But uh, I don't know where we're going to, you know, where we can, where we're going to get help for Kofi right now, Greg. Yeah. Um, Cause we're not, we're not putting me in this hot mess of a, of a, of a mix. Oh, here. No, no. Cause that no, would really, um, <laughs> that would just totally make me realize <laughs> that his time at the top is done. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you know, Kofi's going to just start doing some random singles matches and, you know, maybe have a, a real strong rumble and they can, you know, reposition him somewhere else. But, um, I hope the Corbin thing isn't what his plan is until, um, you know, for Mania season, because that would be a waste. You, you know, he's still a big draw. He still can um, go with anybody on the roster. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully this is just a little blip and it goes, it leads to something bigger. So, I mean, he'll have to do his rumble spot. You know, we've already, <laughs> I don't know what he can yeah. do next. I mean, you know, you've had, um hopping on the um the barricade you've had the the chair was probably the one that i love the most the chair yeah. hopping to the ring i mean that's pretty hard to <laughs> that's pretty hard to outdo that one uh I, even though i think naomi kind of pulled the same thing off so um yeah but we'll see what his uh what he's got in the works for this year so um yeah maybe maybe xavier's throne is there or something like that and he could just hop into that, lands in that, and they have to carry him to the ring or something. But, um, yeah. And then finally, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins came face-to-face. To face. The Usos tried to lay out Seth. Seth ran away from them. Yeah, this is going to be – it's going to be really interesting to see this match, like, when the with the crowd, you know, kind of going back and forth. And both guys just so different from where they were. So I'm looking forward to it. Um you know, we'll see next week what they do. I'm going to assume we'll get a contract signing because, you know, that always has to happen. But yeah, uh, any thoughts on the last segment, Greg? And then uh, we'll do a quick commercial break and get AEW. Yeah, fun last segment. Um, you know, the promo was good. And I enjoyed the, uh, you know, the flashback moments of uh, the Shield, you know, the greatest hits that they were playing in the lead up to it. Um it's definitely a huge, you know, contrast then and now, which is I'm sure they wanted you to see. And um, Seth showing that, you know, I got eyes in the back of my head. I taught you how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being able to artfully dodge out when the Usos are coming for the, for the blind side was pretty slick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get back in there like this is all you got. So, uh Loved it just for the way they played out, how slick they made him. That, uh, you know, I may be goofy and dressed like a disco ball, but, you know, I've I've still been around, you know, doing this a lot longer than you have. So Mm -hmm. it's it's a cool dynamic that they're starting to create there. So I'm going to be interested in seeing what happens in the next couple of weeks, too. And I thought the line, uh, I I created you and I can break you. (laughs) I think that's a good kind of dig at Roman because, I mean, you know, Seth was the guy that came out the strongest of them, like, at first. Yeah. So, 
that was pretty telling. So um, let's do a couple uh, commercial breaks real quick. Get you some energy talk. Um, we'll get you some elite performance and then we'll get into um, no. And then we'll get the Sean Nugent. So we'll get all the commercial breaks. You can go get a drink of water, uh, get ready for AW talk. Um, some fun stuff there happening in AW. up everybody it's your boy dan over at bwsports1.com and black and white sports and i'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home now's the time and i got just the person for you mr sean nugent aka rockstar realtor himself 317-503-8322 put that home on the market get into your dream home with this man Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. We are back. Hopefully, you go check out all the lovely sponsors of BW Sports One and tell them the BW Sports One crew sent you. So, good stuff there. Uh, let's talk about the beginning of the show, Greg. Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish opened the show. Bob, uh, best friends were out there. The Young Bucks were out there. Brandon Cutler was out there. And Brett freaking Baker got to kiss Adam Cole on TV. Um, you know, unless you know the the whole story, you probably don't get it. But obviously now you get it. <laughs> so it's like now we just add her. They got the backstage segment. Uh, BTE this week will probably be fun to see her involved with that. So, you know, cool for them to get to do it, you know, some stuff together. Um, and then, of course, they're getting ready for the mixed tag match against Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy, who are not a couple, but they're best friends. So are good friends. So there we go, Greg. Um, you know, not usually uh, AW doesn't open up with segments like that, but they decide to do that. But it kind of makes sense because that's kind of your big stuff right now. You know, you had uh, Adam Page in the middle of the show, but that's kind of your big feud. Best friends, uh, the uh, when you know whatever the super click, whatever we're calling them, <laughs> with all the different parts. And now we could get Roderick Strong involved at some point. <laughs> Who knows? 
But um, yeah, what do you think about the beginning, Greg, and um, the heels getting over on the faces? Yeah, it was a fun opening segment. Um, a little unexpected because they'd kept um, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, you know, out of um, the same segments or even of mentioning each other aside from a couple random times. Yeah. Um, and the way it began with, you know, the um, with Red Dragon, Kyle Riley, Bobby, Bobby Fish, and the Young Bucks uh, going at each other, and you know, potentially calling each other out. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole had to step in and be the middleman. Um, I liked how this began uh, even before the match, and then um, with the whole thing and him pointing to get the kiss and Britt Baker being there. It's like, no, this is my kiss. I'm like, oh, okay, this is unexpected. Um, Just having her there to begin with and just kind of exposing it for those who didn't know that they're a couple. Now you know. Now you know. I was going to say, now it's pretty official. (laughs) Well, not that it hasn't been, but you know. Yeah, cat's officially out of the bag now. So um, worst kept secret in AAW is now out. and it was a good match. Uh, really enjoyed the match. But um, this is the way, that, you know, it shows the levels, the the super click, the whatever they want to call all these guys is still a mile ahead of the best friends right now. And it's just going to be a mountain to climb for the best friends. And uh, I like that Statlander got involved with Britt, just kind of the, even the odds. And uh, it's going to make some really good matches down the road, like this next match with uh, Orange and Chris against Adam and Britt. So um, I get why they did it, because now you've, you've you know, expanded on the storyline by adding the women to the mix. So um, all good. Loved it. And, yeah, now we got all the parts kind of played out. So um, how about the CM Punk-Wardlow match where, you know, we're just – we're really getting to that turn, Greg, and I think the the fans are really going to be behind Wardlow, and that's going to be interesting to see how does Wardlow transition into that face character um, because we even saw last night the Sean Spears stuff. You still have Sean Spears speaking out, <laughs> trying to get over on Wardlow. Um, you know, we had, you know, Wardlow showing that he, you know, he should have had the match won, and uh, now, you know, we're, like I said, when we get this, when when Wardlow power bombs MJF, that pop is going to be quite something. I mean, that might be one of the biggest pops, you know, we see, <laughs> you know, until the next pop. But anyways, you know, it that's going to be a fun like dynamic to see. So, uh, and then you know, Punk, you know, getting that inside cradle at the end, it wasn't the best one, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it got done. And that was the thing. I'm like, okay, you're going to give Punk your first loss, but then I thought, no. I, like you, I think you said it's probably got to be MJF giving Punk his first loss. I mean, that's that's got to be where we're headed. So, um, what do you think, Greg, about all that CM Punk and Wardlow business? Yeah, it was great. I mean, Punk won in the record books, but Wardlow won the match. I mean, he destroyed Punk, and Punk sold it like a million dollars. It looked great. Wardlow was a beast, and it's uh, 
the powder keg or the fuse on the powder keg for him turning on MJF is so long. It wraps around the earth. But, <laughs> you know, it's going to detonate sometime within the next couple months. You know it's coming. And you can feel that, um, what they call it, that groundswell of support yeah. for him yeah. um, coming up. And he's going to be one of the biggest baby faces. And I also like that during this match, while he's power bombing pump to death, that he's starting to show some humanity, some sympathy. And yeah. he's ready to cover him. And the MJF keeps shuffling up, go, no, do it again, do it again. And he's looking at him instead of being the key, the killer bodyguard and um, mercenary. He's starting to show some emotion. Okay, he's done, right? He's dead. I'm going to pin him now. And and MJF being so insistent, and he reluctantly going and doing these power bombs and you know the facials and everything that he's giving us. You know this is showing that that babyface is is coming out and. Uh, and even after with MJF pushing him and uh, yelling in his face, and we're all ready for him to deck him, but he doesn't. You know, that that, that fuse is still pretty long. So um, awesome match, and Warlow was really the winner, um, you know, despite the schoolboy. It was, it made him look like a million dollars. So, you know, he wins by losing. Um, just in how he looked and how they portrayed him and, you know, the soon, uh, but not soon enough, babyface turn that's coming. Um, Wartlow really came out on top in this one. Yeah, and that's like you said, it, uh, the symphony will have a crescendo uh, sooner rather than later because it's coming. Like, And that's going to that's gonna be a really, like you said, the, the dynamic as Wardlow as a face, you know, showing some emotion, like, and just, you know, maybe speaking for himself on the mic a little bit, I think should be telling. So uh, we'll kind of see how yeah. that all plays out. Uh, Dante Martin defe- defeated Will Hobbs. I mean, you know, not, you know, just Dante getting another win under his belt. Uh, any any thoughts on that, Greg? I don't really have much on it. <laughs> no, I still need to see Dante say something, speak for himself, <laughs> take some moment and give yourself some personality, man. Yeah, you got all the talent in the world, but if you can't speak to me and, and draw me in, you know, I, I got nothing for you. I mean, I, I hope you win your matches, but, um, dude, you got to give me something. You got to, you got to speak for yourself and, you know, show us that you can talk it like you walk it. I mean, the whole you need the whole package so or even emotion um, in the still, match like it just feels like he's very lifeless you know he's hitting some good yeah. stuff and like not even you just like <laughs> like he doesn't know how to react to you know he like he's and I, I get he's still learning but like you said is it gonna is the crowd i mean i guess those he hits some of the good flippy and <laughs> flippy stuff as they say the crowd will still be into it but eventually you you got to turn that corner and show something yeah. more. So um, how about Hangman and Lance Archer as the next um, challenger? It's always funny to me, Greg, when they do this, because you have a ranking system, supposed, you know, <laughs> to build up challengers, but you're like, yeah, let's just have Lance Archer come out after Dan Lambert was out there 
even though Dan Lambert got taken out by Lance Archer or, you know, like that type. Um, I mean, it, I guess it's a good hill for Hangman to climb, but, you know, this needs to happen on like a, a dynamite. I mean, hell, it might need to happen on a rampage. Like, is anyone buying Lance Archer? You know, I, I guess technically we should buy him, Greg, but in the sense, should he be the next challenger? I mean, almost like Brian Cage, who, I, what's happened to that guy? Is he, I don't know if he's hurt. Have you heard anything of Brian Cage? Um, no, the last thing I saw was his wife coming out on Twitter and bashing AEW for not using her man um, the way he it's should kinda, be portrayed. Yeah. So maybe, you know, he's in the doghouse or whatever. <laughs> he is my prediction to be the first AEW talent to appear on WWE TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that um, that's be... what I think. He, he has that look, you know, big yeah. muscle-bound uh, dude that Vince McMahon loves. Uh, I don't know how tall he is, but it doesn't matter. They can put him in some boots with some, uh, you know, a couple, an extra inch and a half on, you yeah. know, padding or whatever. But uh, Brian Cage has a look that Vince McMahon would drool over. So I think now, we're going to see Now, will he get the him. Ryback chance, though? Uh, he, he I guess might. it depends I on mean, how they book him. Like if they have him doing Ryback type moves, you know there'll be some now. Unless it, I mean, the ship could have sailed so far in Ryback, maybe it won't matter. Um, but you do wonder if he could see that. Like if Vince might throw some money at him because, like you said, he's not in. You know, he's not doing an AW. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, and it's. Um, I would. Like I said, I think that he's going to be the first AEW talent we see on WWE, but that no difference of report that came out this week that um, there was, I forgot if it was uh, Fightful or whatever it was, but it said that Wardlow would be somebody that WWE wants as soon as his contract is up. And yeah. if you look at the contracts that were signed, most of the talent signed three-year deals when this, this started in 2019. Yep. So a lot of contracts are going to be coming up this year. Uh, and they're definitely looking at Wardlow and going, there is the superstar. Because so, he's young. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's 30. He might be 30, but I think he's a little bit younger. Now, Brian Cage is up there, though. Is it, He's got to be over 30. Yeah, I don't know what age he is, but I know the look yeah. and, you know, the muscles, yeah. it's something that, uh, that I know that, Vince it would could love, be. but. Yeah, but um, but then again, I don't know who should be the next. I mean, should we do? Do we get Brian Danielson and Hangman three? At no, Revolution, it's, it's time to throw somebody else in there for now, okay. and you yeah. can always get back to Danielson three anytime. Yeah. Um, Danielson probably needs a little time off after the the course loaded he carried. Oh yeah, since his debut because he was, you know, yeah. night weekend week out. Yeah. Um, so this was a great way to to write him off for even a couple weeks, and after you know ninety minutes of action with Heyman, and uh, you know you need somebody in the interim. So yeah. our returning Lance Archer, okay, let's do that. But you know is he's not going to rock the boat, but he's going to be just another 
uh, you know, title defense victory for Hangman. It keeps building up Hangman. Yeah. So it's, it's a one-off, and then you get the next big challenger. How about Serena Deeb and Sheeta? What kind of match are we going to get for them? Do we get a lights-out style match for them? Because we keep going back and forth, and we need something to finally finish that feud off, Greg? No, absolutely. I mean, this is where I wish they could do Hell in a Cell, because that's that's where we're at at this point. Um, I guess they could do their version of Blood and Guts. Yeah, this is the most brutal women's rivalry in the game. And it's been great. It's been very uh, cutthroat. Uh, even seeing Sheeta, you know, go to, you know, the dark side when Show it comes to side. these matches. Yeah, um, I've loved it. And, and each one takes turns, you know, getting over on the other. But, yeah, they definitely need a cage match, which I think is is going to be, you know, the final um, showdown because um, it can't be a regular match. It's going to have to be something like a cage where, you know, no rules, um, you, know, uns- you know, you can do unsanctioned or whatever, but, you know, it needs to be in a cage and have one big final blow off. So. Um, I think that's the right setting for it. Uh, Penta defeated Matt Hardy in front of his family, Greg. That's so sad. Oh, by the way, I guess, did we ask you, uh, were you there live this week? For I did not get did to not go, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, okay. I tried, but I couldn't make it. Too bad, too bad the Hardy family couldn't have, you know, got another ticket for you. You could have been Hardy Jr. I know, right? Jr. <laughs> Because <laughs> the whole family know, was there, I thought... Greg. Was, I don't know if you saw the pictures. All the the three boys and uh, baby girl Evie uh, were all there in the front row, hanging out at um, at Dynamite. So that was kind of cool to see the Hardy family, yeah. the Hardy the Hardy crew. Uh, but the big debut, Greg. I brought this up before. Brody King debuting with Malachi Black. This is something that we had said. Also, Julia Hart. Uh, if I remember right, she was in a like a black t-shirt and a pair of jeans, right? So maybe that could be a, mm-hmm. or was it jean shorts or something? It, was, it wasn't her cheerleading outfit, if I remember right. So, and still has the eye patch. So maybe that could be something, you know, we have brought up that maybe she slowly but surely has to, you know, the poison, <laughs> the poison seeping into her. But cool to see Brody King featured in that spot. I kept thinking, you know, I, I almost wondered if he was supposed to debut last week because we did have the lights go out a couple times. And maybe they kind of called the audible to wait till this week, you know, with the whole injury to Phoenix. Um, hopefully he gets back soon, sooner, you know, as soon as he can. Uh, but what do we what do we think about now? We finally have another member of the House of Black, Greg. What do you think about that? Well, a few things. First of all, I thought me and Matt were boys. I mean, I hung out with, with Matt Hardy in the, in a uh, nightclub one oh, evening. Okay. And uh he was he was super cool. Uh, you know, we talked about everything, not just wrestling. And he's a super yeah. cool guy. Okay. And um but we spent a few hours uh, I bumped into him in the uh in like the second deck of a nightclub. Okay. And uh, it was it was a cool experience hanging out with him. And, uh, you know, I thought we were tight, but no, no, no tickets at the will no call. No ticket for you. Um, <laughs> I uh, love you, you mentioned last week that, you know, with 
Phoenix gone, maybe this means Pence is going to get a uh, singles run, which, you know, I'm all about that life. Let's get that. (laughs) Please, 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 wrestling gods, give me a singles run for Penta. And, uh, you know, go to Tubi, watch Lucha Underground. Um, Watch how this dude can carry a a whole show. Um, So I I need that. And, uh, you know, in North Carolina, don't wrestle in your home state. Because you're going to lose. And uh, I was happy to see the outcome of this match. It was still a good match with Pinch and Matt Hardy. They give them plenty of time to do their stuff, get it in, and, uh, you know, have a good, good match, which it was. And um, then with the um, debut, surprise debut of Brody King and uh, Malachi Black showing up, um, very unexpected. Um, I thought the odd thing was while they were, uh, they teamed up on Malachi Black and were giving them the beat down, Julia Hart standing on the apron and she stops it. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at her like, what do you mean you stop beating them down? This is the guy who put your, took your eye out. And then you get the blackout and, um, now Brody King shows up. I I don't even know who Brody King is. I, I understand now from what Excalibur says he was from Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know who that guy was. Yeah. But he started killing everybody in the ring, and now we have a new yeah. House of Black members. So um, aside from that one head scratcher moment, and maybe that's what you were saying that she's becoming a member of the House of Black because why else would she stop the beat down of the man who you know put get, put her in the eye patch. Yeah. So maybe I think in a few weeks that we see Julia uh in the House of Black too. So um that's the only thing that would explain why that happened. But um otherwise enjoyed the segment and you know get a, another debut in and, uh, you know, further the storyline. So all for it. Yeah, a lot of Ring of Honor town has been shown up on Impact. So it's interesting yeah. that Brody King has been showed up here. But I believe him and Malachi had a tag team uh, in, in Ring of Honor at some point, I would imagine. So that's why they have the history together. So, And, and Brody uh-huh. King, talk about a guy that just looks <laughs> looks like a killer. I mean, he's... Yeah. he's you know, he's built, <laughs> he's built like, and that's, you know, there's not many, you know, we keep, you know, we kind of keep waiting, you know, we had Miro kind of being that tough, you know, big, you know, Hulk of a guy. We had um, Brian Cage do that for a little bit. You have Lance Archer, but this Brody King guy can go in a ring too. So it'll be kind of cool to see what he can do. And uh, I'm happy for rig of out rig of honor talent, you know, to get some time. I mean, it, it, you know, like we said, we don't know what's going to happen with that company. So get your money now. <laughs> I mean, you know, go get a paycheck, <laughs> you know, until otherwise. So. Um, the acclaimed mm. defeated Bear Country. I still can't believe Bear Country comes out with those cheap-ass masks and just looking <laughs> ridiculous. But And the acclaimed, I don't know, Greg. Like, yeah. nothing about the acclaimed. I just, I, I can't get, I've never got into them. I don't know what it is. There's just something missing. I I don't know if it's too. It feel, it feels like sometimes they are trying too much, 
you know, they want to try to get that pop when he's doing this stuff. But what are you, what, how are you feeling about the acclaim? Do you kind of buy into them, Greg, or are you kind of indifferent to them? Yeah, I'm the same thing. I'm not feeling them. Um, we all going to tune in to see what the rap is. Yeah. And it's very John Cena, Dr. Thugonomics light. Um, Cause it's not even as good as those were. Um, and for the most part, they, they're kind of flat. They're kind of oh, great. Um, I don't think their ring works even that good. I, I agree. They're, they still show that they're still pretty new. Um, you know, and the boombox gimmick has been done over and over. Um, so they, I don't feel them at all. So they need something else. Maybe they, Beyonce, say they need a manager with as much talking as they do. That but, that could you know, be. They need yeah. to add something. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say, I think they've been wrestling as a tag team for a few years, like on the independent scene. So it's like, if you don't have it by now, Greg, like, when are you going to have it? Because, you know, how long does it take? I mean, but then again, you could be. I mean, look at Private Party. I mean, they went from one of the most hottest tag teams to you know teaming with matt hardy and all the momentum all the juice you know nothing i mean yep. until they get rid of that you know until that i don't know if it's going to get back because right now you know those two guys just feel like completely lost in the shuffle so uh and then sammy guevara defeated garcia uh Dan- daniel garcia i mean this guy has been in <laughs> a few main events on dynamite greg who would have ever thought you know I mean, he, he doesn't look like anything big. You know, he doesn't really talk. You know, he has 2.0 talk for him. But the guy could go in the ring and, you know, mm-hmm. goes up in the right spot. So uh, a good win for Sammy Guevara. Uh, I'm not sure when we're getting – well, I guess whenever Cody Rhodes um, is better from COVID. But um, I would assume you probably do that a revolution. Like, you know, undisputed TNT title, right? Yeah. Um, and I agree. This match was a r- good match. Uh, I took kind of Daniel Garcia kind of lightly because he's always been overshadowed by the 2.0 guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he looked fierce in this match. He looked like, um, you know, this guy is going to be a building block going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's an animal in the ring. So um, I was impressed by what I saw from him. He and Sammy had a banger of a match. So. You know, good things uh, looking up for this kid, you know, moving into the future. So um, I see what, you know, the kind of they've been putting them over so hard, um, you know, in commentary and things like that uh, for Garcia. Because, you know, now it's starting to see it. So um, they they need that. They need to, you know, build up these young guys, give them, you know, that valuable uh, time at the top. You know, in those main event spots, and uh, almost like a a Lance Storm type character, like an old ECW. Yeah. Like they just let them go out there, do their thing, and then they'll find the they'll find the gimmick. You know, they'll find the character that they need for them later, which right. is a different way of going about it. But it's almost working for him. You know, so. yeah, and it's kind of the same thing they're doing for Hook too, because yeah. he he has the same. Uh, modus operandi kind of he, mm-hmm. you know swings his big stick doesn't say anything and he leaves so he, they're kind of uh, in the same mold 
So first, you know, first look has personality for him later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's just <laughs> He's got one that. little. What's that back have? first off, Greg, no, <laughs> just a second. Hook does have one of the best, <laughs> you know, wrestlers, uh, whereas Garcia has 2.0. <laughs> like, there's a there's a little bit of gap, but yeah, I but and it it does and the crowd has been clamoring for Hook, which is always you know who would have you know yeah thought, but um, that's interesting stuff. Uh, let's look at Rampage, and then uh, we'll kind of uh, close up shop and uh, get ready for uh, wild card. What is it? Super wild card weekend, correct? In NFL terms, right? Super wild card weekend, whatever. <laughs> Everybody has to rebrand everything. So, um, I'll let you have Dior's choice, Greg. What would you like to talk about from <laughs> Friday Night Rampage last night? Well. I only saw half the show, so I will go by it on uh, what I did see. I saw the first well, half. One of us might have just watched 20 minutes of highlights, but I won't say who. Oh, so what were you saying, Greg? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why I went to your choice. <laughs> yep. Got to go super quick with uh, Adam Cole building on the whole best friends. and Trent looked good. Uh, yeah, Trent did look good. This was a really good did match. Come back from a neck um, surgery or neck injury and you know, fresh fade and just looks different. So. Yeah. Uh, and these two really went for each other's necks, literally, but all the moves that they were doing, um, the Zaidos and yep. the um, Panama sunrises and just, it was a, it was a Canadian destroyer. Match. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, some, some great action. So this was yeah. a, definitely a, a match worth watching. And um, again, Terry's on the storyline of Adam Cole and the best friends, or Adam Cole's click and the best friends click all working together. Um, so Sean Spears, shout out for these guys. <laughs> yep, Sean Spears, man. Uh, <laughs> anybody really expecting Adam Everett to do anything? No, yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah, it's uh. Then uh, I didn't then, realize Layla Hirsch and uh, Chris Statlander are having a little inside feud. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't yeah, have paid attention to that, but uh, looks like they'll they cost the match last night. Uh, the bunny gets the roll up, so the heels get over. But it looks like Statlander and Hirsch is kind of the side feud to come out of that. I'm going to assume Statlander gets a better end of that, just because you know she's on a higher plane <laughs> than Layla yeah. Hirsch right now. So. And then Jurassic Express defeated Silvers and Reynolds. I still want Dark Order at some point to win the tag titles. I think that's what. Yeah. Why? So, at least Silver and Reynolds. Those two guys deserve it. I love those yeah, two they... guys, Johnny Hungy <laughs> and Alex Reynolds. They... Yeah, they definitely. Now, First not before. All, to... I will say, not before Proud and Powerful. I'll give you that, Craig. Okay. Good. Like, but um, at the end of the year, not. I mean, let them chase a little yeah. bit. And if Hangman well, is still champion, I'd like to see them all kind of, you know, celebrating titles together. But that's because I uh, love Hangman Page, but, you know, whatever. I have a bias. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still hating the whole Dark Order. They need to just disband <laughs> all of them. 
And if you if you leave, you know, the couple Grayson and Uno is a team, fine. Or Silver and Reynolds is a team, fine. But you know, just blow up the whole Dark Order thing because there's there is no Dark Order anymore. There's nothing dark about them. I mean, yeah. you need truth and advertising with this group, and it's not it. Um, so we need to kill the whole Dark Order because. We know we got the House of Black forming, and we don't need two of these uh, dark factions when only one is truly dark. So uh, just blow up the Dark Order, rebrand them as something else first before I can well, buy into I, anything that they're doing. I think it's doing. hard because we don't know what to brand them as, but they're over. So it's almost like you have to keep. <laughs> it's like you have to keep them on TV in a way. So it's a we, you know, it's a weird dynamic. I think for them to figure out what to do with the dark quarter, because I think the crowd, nope. you know, the crowds, the crowd still pops in them. And I think people want to get behind them. But like you said, what are they? Cause we don't know what they are right now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's nothing that an in ring promo can't do. Can't cover. Sure. I mean, yeah. you, you bring them all in the ring. You have them uh, bring out the new mission statement and go, we are the X, Y, Z. And that's the new thing that they are. They're not yeah. dark order anymore. They're X Y Z. So it, that's as easy as doing one in ring promo. Mm -hmm. So there's your answer right there. And then the fans know what they are now, and they can go with that. And, and like you said, it is tough because you have the House of Black building up. I mean, unless you get Bray Wyatt, <laughs> and maybe he could be the <laughs> He's the glue. I mean, I still would have loved to see Anna Jay been a darker character to try to keep Dark Order together. I think that could have been a different dynamic. But like I said, I think they were so over at the time because of Hangman Page. It was hard to it was hard to steer the ship a different you know. I guess you you know, unless they were to turn on Hangman, then that could have done it. But now it's like, okay, now they're kind of in this weird limbo where you know like you said if you do a promo or just write them off somehow then you can you know let it sit back you know talk to them backstage if you're okay what do we do um because right now yeah they are definitely a, a rudderless rudderless ship as they say so um all right well that is our show anything else greg that i need to catch up on that caught your eye that we missed well, you know what? I just for the fun of it, or yep. just out of curiosity, I did watch last weekend's um, Impact show. Okay. Um, I forgot what it was called. Hard to kill. Oh, hard to kill. Oh, the pay per view. Okay. Yes. To, yeah, the pay per view. Yeah. Um, the main event was uh mickey james and deanna prazo yep in a texas death match uh -huh. and it was awesome okay so shout out to them for putting on a banger of a match um it it wasn't uh unsanctioned uh brick baker versus Stunza rosa but yeah it was just a level below that with yeah. Absolutely. It was great. So if you have time just to watch that singular match, um, I'd do it. Um, 
there was the, the whole like Ring of Honor invasion after the uh, they had this big five on five street fight uh, between Eric Young's crew and uh, the Good Brothers against you know the baby faces like Mac and Rich Swan and okay. uh, a couple other guys. It was a hot mess. Um, it's there, there was a lot of action going on, a lot of violence going on, but it was all too clustered to where everybody doesn't get their individual yeah. moments like yeah. WWE or AEW is so good at doing. So That's true. Okay. you see the idea is there, but they couldn't execute it as well as we're used to. Um, it was still decent, but at the end, they had a huge invasion of the ROH characters. Um so it was Mike Bennett. I watch ROH, so I don't know. Matt, but yeah, they're... Matt Taven, Vincent. Yep. Um, who's the, there's another guy, Maria, obviously, kind of like the Kingdom. Yeah. They used to call themselves the Kingdom. Um, yeah. So all I of them. I can't remember. There's a fourth guy wiped though. Everybody uh, up. Uh, talk about the talk about falling off the face of the earth. How about them Good Brothers? <laughs> like ever since <laughs> they've been off in or off, you know, AW. Like I completely forgot they kind of exi- existed, but uh, good. Leave them there. They just yeah. stay on the end of the year. And then I did see Deanna but, won the ROH Women's Title, so now she's a champ, champ, because she has La Reina, da Reina, <laughs> which is a Triple A title, and now she has the Ring of Autumn Women's Title, Greg. So I guess that would explain her losing the knockout title match, especially since you were yeah. having Mickey. Mickey James coming in the like that's the whole advertising thing you're pulling out is Mickey James being an impact champion. You know, I get and I'm sure Deanna's like, I don't want to be anywhere near that because she was already there. <laughs> like she's already, you know, she was right. down there and she never got her time there. So yeah, I heard um on and then the Moose busted open still... guys. Sorry, go ahead. What's that? Oh, go ahead. I heard the uh, the the busted open guys were really putting over the the championship match between Deanna and uh, Rossi, the ROH um, women's champion, as being a match that was five stars. Okay. So as much I love women's wrestling, so I'm, I'm going to find a moment to go to YouTube and watch it. Uh, but they really put it over big as far as how great it was and how awesome Roxy is. Apparently, she's only like 20 years old. And uh, she and the uh, Dorana, Diana brought the house down. So um, I have to go back and watch that. And, and I, I kind of want to make them was trying out for WWE as well. So that could yeah. explain her losing the title. Because if she's that young, oh yeah, WWE's probably backing up the truck <laughs> to come. You know, especially now that Cora J turned twenty-one, Greg. So now we need another twenty-year-old. <laughs> in NXT. There you go. Uh, and then I heard Moose is trying to uh he's trying to put out there the feeler for a Roman match, which I you know really? I was like, yeah. Cause he won uh against Cardona and who did he beat? Yeah, Cardona uh, and- Morrissey. W Morrissey. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. All big cast. Known to us as Big Cass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, who said he wants and so back like that was there. a good match too. He said he wants Enzo back down with him at some point, Greg. And I'm like, Ugh. yes, do it. Uh, you, you didn't love Enzo and Cass? Oh, man. I yes, did. Bring him back. Like that, 
talk about that ship sailing like that. <laughs> oh, it would be, it would still be huge, right? If they came back next week in Zoan Cast, the whole crowd would go bananas. Yeah. You can't deny that. They would. Yeah. Uh, they don't know the backstage stuff with Enzo or, um, you know, that's probably, what rubs you the wrong, that's probably what rubs you the wrong way about Enzo. Like, you hear some of his stuff and there's just shenanigans out. And I'm, I guess I should. And that's probably the hard thing right now with social media. We know so much more about yeah. people outside. And I know I shouldn't hold that against him, Greg, but at the same time, eh, it just seems like a. He seems like a I, shady guy. It seems like there's some Enzo. Yeah. Enzo yeah. is like Rick yeah, Enzo, Flair. Yes. He he lives his gimmick no matter. Yes. Yeah. He, on yeah. stage, off stage, he was the same guy. He's yes. like Ric Flair. He lived that yeah. life twenty four seven. Instead of turning the switch off Hogan, when he yeah. left he the, know, the arena, he doesn't know exactly. where. <laughs> now Morrissey, you know W Morrissey. I'll give him credit. I mean he he knew he had issues. He went to rehab and comes yep. back a better person. So, and you know, it's almost now, now that won't surprise me if WWE saw that and it's like, Hey, maybe we do need to get him, you know, big ass back as that, uh, the screenshot showed the one time when he, his head was in the sea. So it, uh, it accidentally showed big ass as his name, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, all right, well, I need to get going, but yeah, we'll have to now, now you do wonder with, if, if WWE, and Impact have a little partnership, Greg. <laughs> we might have to start paying more attention to Impact <laughs> as it gets, right. you know. But like we said, I think this whole Royal Rumble is just a a test. You know, it's like a little drop in the water. See, see if we can get the sides even um, agreeing on how things will be. You know, how our superstars get used. Uh, but mm-hmm. maybe Mania is that you know next drop in the water. That okay. You know, let's have an impact wrestler face, you know, our champion or something like that. Um, but anyways, yeah. enjoy super car, super wild card weekend. Um, I'm guessing you're rooting for the Bengals, Greg, right? Because they play the Raiders. Oh. If you lost me, or you're you're fixing your camera there. Uh oh, technical difficulties. And I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, on that note, <laughs> we'll have to end the show. Um, enjoy football, enjoy wrestling. Go have a good day.